1: This is the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. Here's Robert Kiyosaki.
2: Hello and welcome to the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and the bad news about money. I'm Kim Kiyosaki and I'll be hosting the show today as Robert is out and about traveling the world, doing what he does best, talking about the Rich Dad philosophy and the Rich Dad principles. And uh, today is a very, very, very important show because at least, at least once a week, Robert and I get the question, what do you think about Bitcoin? And I'll admit that Robert and I are very late to the party when it comes to Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, and we're gonna explain what all that is with our special guest today. And so recently we started talking to some experts because we wanted to find out what all this is. And the best way that we learn is when we always, whenever we want to learn something, we put a little money down. So we bought some cryptocurrency, and sure enough, by just just putting a little bit of money down, my interest in this whole subject of Bitcoin cryptocurrency skyrockets. So I'm now looking at articles. My eyes get drawn to different things in in the on TV about Bitcoin, about all these other cryptocurrencies. Um, so that's how we learn about it. So we've been immersed in this subject, and I'm gonna tell you, I still—it's still very confusing to me. And so we have two very special guests today. One is Adam Draper, and Adam is the founder and managing director of Boost VC. He's an entrepreneur and fourth-generation venture capitalist. He has a little experience in this, and, uh, he, and he is specifically a specialist in cryptocurrency. And our other guest is Shane Caniglia. He is the president of the Rich Dad Company. He is head of IT, uh, one of the smartest guys I know in the world of IT. And at some other point, we might do uh-huh. another show with Shane because he is also an expert on how to build a team, especially in business. Adam, if we can just get right to it. So thank you, for, thank you for your time, Adam, because, um, as I said, we get this question all the time. Almost every week, somebody's asking about Bitcoin, cryptocurrency. So would, would, can you just start by telling us, what is Bitcoin?
0: Yeah, so I think a lot of people uh, focus, uh, honestly, on the wrong things. Even a lot of the uh, like p- people who really understand it really well, they talk about it as a currency. And the best way to think of it, so what Bitcoin is, is there are these machines that are all over the world, uh, and they're running this one program. And all this program does is it checks a ledger and then adds transactions to that ledger. But it's fully, essentially, autonomous, where all all of these computers are checking each other's work. And when they correctly check each other's work, they are rewarded with a token, and that token is called a Bitcoin. Um, the reason that this ledger is so valuable is because it, it, it's an immutable ledger. No one can change it. You can't modify it. Um, and so suddenly you are replacing uh, third-party trust with mathematical proof. That's the entire thesis of this industry is that and, – and if I wanted to boil it down to, like, one situation – um, most people uh, in the United States trust their bank. Let's say um, some, that's of us, some of us, of <laughs> some of us do. Some of us do. I don't actually, and I have a longer story about that. But okay. uh, it, it, the uh, but most of I, I say on the whole, people trust the system. They trust the government. They trust the bank. Um, but technically, globally, that's not true. Globally, we have Venezuela, who experiences hyperinflation. We have Argentina, who experiences hyperinflation. India even has pretty bad inflation. The like, globally, they don't trust their bank and they actually hold on to either dollars in their mattress or which is a devaluing, like they their value is the, the dropping ter-
2: ter- tremendously. Yes.
0: Yeah. So this ends up being a way in which you can actually store a value outside of the system. And that's what the core use case of Bitcoin has emerged to become: um, is just you being in control of your own money and you being in control of your own assets. And right now, uh, the the demand over the last six months, twelve months, has grown exponentially because we're seeing how valuable that uh, that use case is.
2: Okay. So and so then there's a thing called blockchain.
0: This ledger that I've been talking about—that's yes. the blockchain.
2: Okay, okay. So bit- that's
0: all it is. So, so Bitcoin is the reward for ah. these machines to keep the ledger, which is called the blockchain, going.
2: Okay. And who owns all the? Who runs controls all the machines? Uh,
0: so that's a
2: whoever wants
0: to. You can run a node if you want. Uh, any person, individual can buy something called a miner. And that miner is a one of these uh, machines or these programs that is uh, It's the process of these uh, machines solving this algorithm to log a block into the blockchain is called mining. And so you'll hear a lot about Bitcoin mining. That's what that process is. Um, and anyone can do it. I have a miner that runs in my office. I uh, just to have the experience of running a miner, I, that's right. That's it it's pretty complicated to do. I was I going to say, I, 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 probably wouldn't,
2: I probably would not have the expertise to run a miner, <laughs> so I could just go online and purchase some Bitcoin.
0: Yeah, and you can also go online and purchase the Bitcoin, but where it came from was it was released into the world because these machines were running, and then those miners sold it to the market or someone in the world. So, like, it's good to know where the, where the actual uh, token or currency came from. And I think that's, that's sort of a valuable bit of information that a lot of people forget about.
2: Okay, thank you. Shane, Shane what's, your, what's your take on uh, Bitcoin and, and blockchain? Because you've been looking into this quite a bit. Well,
3: some of my education comes from uh, Adam, because he really got us really deeply involved in it. But I, I, I really like what Adam said in terms of the trust. Of people in the government and the current financial system and the massive wave you see people um, because there's all types of of, uh, information out there from from bitcoin or crypto being a complete scam and it's fraudulent and what i even find funnier is that now our governments are saying that it's the biggest scam ever and it's fraudulent and then it makes you want to ask well what about the fiat money what do you guys do What's so different about yeah. how Bitcoin about, is handled about versus real Right, right, right. Yeah, it's the same so thing. I, so, yeah, I had a u- unique entrance
0: into the Bitcoin space where uh, the founder of Coinbase six years ago uh, was and, pitching and what, and what is, me. And what is Coinbase? Coinbase? So, so Coinbase is a wallet. It's a company that is a wallet where you can buy and sell Bitcoin. Um, it's the largest wallet today. Uh, it's... Uh, They've raised an exceptional amount of money today.
2: So but if I want to if time, I want to go years, buy if I want to yeah. go buy Bitcoin or mm-hmm. cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. I go to Coinbase. That's one of the places I can buy it and sell it.
0: Yes, okay. I, I would highly. It, it is probably the most trusted place to go buy or sell uh, cryptocurrency okay. today, uh, or Bitcoin specifically. Um, by the way, also it's still a, the one thing I, I would uh, encourage investors who are thinking about buying into is that it's it's. Still an experiment. Like we're still at the very beginning of what could be the future of how money works. But we're—it's an experiment. We—we we don't know how it ends yet. We don't know where it ends. Um, it's been very exciting for me. I've basically dedicated the last five, six years to really supporting this entire ecosystem. Uh, there are only more and more talented people join every year. Uh, and that's so. That's like the most exciting thing, and that's what got me into it. But never invest money that you're not willing to lose. That's basically what I wanted to make sure and highlight. But my entrance into the space, uh, the CEO of Coinbase, uh, his name is Brian Armstrong. Uh, it, his team was him, and that was it at the time. Now he's hundreds of employees. But the uh, he he said at some point the world will be on one financial infrastructure. And I thought that is a really interesting – at first I just thought it was an interesting point. I was thinking, why isn't it on one financial infrastructure? And he said, I believe that infrastructure is the Bitcoin network, and I will be onboarding all of the people to this network. And and that's what his business is. His business is making it the easiest possible way for – any individual, to get onto this new financial system. Um, and although in the U.S., like, we do have great payments, we do generally have a pretty good banking system, it really is important to think globally when you're thinking about Bitcoin. The world is not – it, it, it is not where we are today in the United States. Uh, and this could be a leapfrogging technology to allow people to store money. That's the exciting. That's like really what got me bought in originally, and then I just kept digging, and uh, I've been obsessed. I would say with the we call it the crypto space, but uh, the Bitcoin space for a very long Great. time.
2: Great, thank you, thank you again. This is Kim Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show. We are talking with Adam Draper, founder and managing director of Boost VC. <laughs> He's an entrepreneur and fourth generation venture capitalist and his specialty is cryptocurrency. His website is boost.vc. And our other guest is Shane Caniglia, president of the Rich Dad Company, head of our IT department. And when we come back, we're gonna be talking more about the different cryptocurrencies, more about Bitcoin, more about blockchain, so that you can decide if this is something you want to pursue or not.
1: You're listening to the Rich Dad Radio Show with Robert Kiyosaki. Do
4: you own an LLC or LP? Are you aware of the new rules? The IRS has mandated new audit rules that require every LLC operating agreement and LP limited partnership agreement be amended. This dramatic requirement has never before been experienced, and changes must be made by December 31st. Corporate Direct, owned by Rich Dad advisor Garrett Sutton, can guide you through these new rules. Call 800-600-1760. That's 800-600-1760. Or visit CorporateDirect.com. Contact Corporate Direct today to stay in IRS compliance.
1: To listen. Now back to Robert Kiyosaki and the Rich Dad Radio Show.
2: Hello, this is Kim Kiyosaki. Welcome back to the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. You can listen to Rich Dad Radio anytime, anywhere on iTunes or Android, and you can go to richdadradio.com and hear podcasts of this program and other programs. Because as we always say, repetition is the best way to learn. So please listen to the show again and again with friends, with family. Because once you hear it the first time, when you listen to it the second and third time, you're going to hear things that you didn't hear before. And especially with today's show, because there's a lot of information coming at you right now. Because we are talking about a subject that is really exploding right now. Um, It's the subject of Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, blockchain, blockchain. And as I said earlier, we get this question all the time: What do you think about Bitcoin? Are you invested in Bitcoin? Or are you invested in Ethereum? Uh, what's your take on it? Is it going to? Is it the next internet explosion? What is it? So I can't answer those questions, nor could Robert. So we have. An expert with us today, Adam Draper, he's the founder and managing director of Boost VC and his venture capital firm specifically specializes in cryptocurrency companies. His website is boost.vc. And our other guest is Shane Caniglia. He's the president of the Rich Dad Company. Why are people so excited about Bitcoin? Why has it exploded so exponentially?
0: So Bitcoin's been around for 10 years now. Uh, it was founded by an anonymous creator named Satoshi Nakamoto out of the implosion of the banks in 2008, um, In fa- basically saying, hey, we need to figure out a better way to uh, hold value uh, digitally. <clears throat> because if you were to design dollars today, uh, it would not be paper. That would right. make zero sense for what the economy is built on today. So over the last 10 years, uh, you know, idealists, hackers, uh, a bunch of these tinkerers have been experimenting in the space and building up products uh, and building up the Bitcoin ecosystem and enthusiasm. And then uh, recently what's really happened is that it's gotten to the point where governments have to make a decision on whether they are for or against cryptocurrency. And the fact that governments all over the world, this is Korea, Japan, China, the United States, these are the biggest governments in the world, and they all have to make a statement about whether they are for or against cryptocurrency, which is what Bitcoin is.
2: And didn't, didn't is Japan just in- come out and say they were for it or they were accepting it?
0: Yeah, so Japan is for it, Korea is against it, China has banned it. Uh, and every time that China bans something it gets historically, more historically it, it was a good idea to invest.
2: Yeah, yeah. And and Gary so, Cohn, um, Trump's economic advisor came out recently and um, when they asked him about Bitcoin, he kinda shook his head and said, you know, I don't I don't I don't really understand it. Now is that is yeah, that and, something we want our and, US government to and, not understand? <clears throat>
0: And it's really – well, the fact that they're being at – like, how powerful is a movement where people have to make a decision? Um, and so that's what's happening is that this, there's been such an excitement around the fact that, hey, this is powerful enough that governments have to make a decision, and that it's showing – the demand is showing that people – want people to make a decision, but they're also just excited that governments have to make a decision.
2: And is the, um, is the excitement because it's not regulated, because they don't trust the banks, because they don't trust the money, currency, fiat currency?
0: So it's, a, it's also a combination of a couple of things. One is, uh, yes, I think that there are, very, there are very real situations where people don't necessarily trust their bank and want to store money outside of, like, themselves. They want to store their own money, and I think everyone should be allowed to do whatever, like, store their own money. That should be, like, an economic right, a human right um, to be able to do that. Right now, there is a lot being driven by speculation because it's a new asset class. People are able to buy and sell and trade this new concept of a token. There are two questions I always pose to people when I'm explaining what Bitcoin is. The first is, what is money? Uh, and I try to have, have people like explain what they feel money is to them. And, and because it makes you start to think, and that was the question that Bitcoin made everyone ask. It made everyone ask, what is money and how could it be better? And that's what Bitcoin is. It's a, it's a solution to that question. So do you have an the, answer
2: to that question? What is money?
0: It's trust that mm. to me, that's what it represents. Okay. It's, tr- it's denominated trust, but being able to store the value of that trust is, uh, in, like, is, is determined right now centrally by government-based systems, uh, and I believe that that is the big transition in societal change that's happening right now. We are moving from a very centralized world to being a very decentralized world where people are more free and they can do what they want. Uh, Which is, I mean, it it is a really, really exciting thing. It's very liberating. Um, The second question I always ask people is, what would the Internet be valued at if you could have owned a piece of the Internet? Because no one owns a piece of the Internet. They own a piece of Google, which is a centralized company that was built on top of TCPIP, which is the Internet that everyone uses today. Um, So how would you value the Internet? And that's what we're buying. We're not buying stock. You're not buying an equity. You're buying a slug of a network, um, and that's what Bitcoin represents. It represents this, this token on a network.
2: So if uh, I'm going to in, if, that, I, if I'm going to invest, Adam, am I investing in a blockchain company? Am I investing in Bitcoin? And what what where's the um, investment? Where's the asset?
0: The asset is the token. When you're buying Bitcoin, you're buying a Bitcoin token. There is no CEO of Bitcoin. I remember for. Uh, Like, four years ago, everyone kept saying, like, I heard bad things about the CEO of Bitcoin, and, like, that isn't a thing. There is no leader of Bitcoin, and that's the exciting piece of it is that this is a program where the people get to vote into the changes that the network creates, but, like, how decisions are made in Bitcoin are the the miners actually vote whether or not they want a new program to exist, Uh, and they need 51% of the votes to go up. In order for that to happen and and the uh and so it's like a pure democracy at work and where you're investing if you're investing in it is in the token not in a it's not a company and that's what everyone like the hardest part to wrap your head around is that this bitcoin ethereum all these other altcoins they aren't companies there are no centralized leaders but they do have value and they do have trust that's being
3: built.
2: So so you mentioned Ethereum. Actually, I'd, I'd like to ask Shane on the different types of cryptocurrencies. There's a lot of different ones out there, right?
3: Yeah, there's a whole bunch, and they're called altcoins. And then when they're offered into the space, it's called an ICO, which is an initial coin offering. And each altcoin and um, has like a... I don't know the best way to explain it, but a, a kind of a wraparound, really light business plan around it about what it offerings or what it could do. Like there's coin out there for the music business. I even think Burger King has this, is trying to launch their own altcoin now. Um, but there are tons of them out there, and Adam probably knows more than me. But most of them fail for the most part, don't they, Adam?
0: Yes. Uh, I mean, a lot of them don't have true value beneath them. Some of there are scams out there. So if you are participating in token sales as an investor, uh, it's really important to look at the team and understand who's behind it. Look at their right. GitHub. So GitHub is, an, is where everyone stores all of their, their code and the program. And understanding whether or not it has a big enough community that's participating is very important. Uh, and I'm not technical but I can check github for when the last updates were and that's Im- that's important enough for me to be able to not necessarily make a decision but know that there's activity
2: so I so I could so you, I could start kimcoin yeah, we, we could sure. start RichDadcoin. yes yeah, yes yeah. why would anybody buy kimcoin or rich dadcoin
0: <laughs> well what, what do you want it to represent like what is the network that you're trying to power so the, what what people start you, you, the rabbit hole that you have to start sort of parsing yourself from is is this a utility coin so is this powering a network where it's like the fuel for this network to run or is it an equity where i own a piece of a company and uh if you decide that it if you figure out how to make it a utility which a, a lot of these tokens are not a lot of them are equities um, and yeah. run by a central team and a central company, um, those are not those are not really pure tokens. Those are those are old those are old fashioned companies. But if it's uh, so, Ethereum. Ethereum. I'll quickly describe. So basically, what Bitcoin does is log value every transaction of Bitcoin into a ledger every 10 minutes. That's basically what Bitcoin does. I mean, the Bitcoin network does. What Ethereum said was there's this guy named Vitalik Buterin who, who said, hey, Bitcoin's a little slow. We need to increase that. And then also, we need to be able to log more than just transactions. We need to be able to log contracts into this thing. And, and so programmatical con- contracts. And so they, they launched uh, in late 2016 something called an ERC-20 contract, which allows any developer to fundraise from the network, from everyone all over the world uh, using a smart contract. And that, this ERC-20 contract, is the reason that we're even talking about other tokens or other, uh, cur- other uh, digital currencies on that list uh, that you're talking about.
2: So Ethereum is more, of- base, is more attached to a, a, a company? Or a, so a no, program? Ethereum,
0: it, it, Ethereum is a it's an open community where they but it is directed. Uh, they do have a leader, uh, and that leader's name is Vitalik. So where it is antithesis to the Bitcoin protocol, where it does not have a leader, but it it exists and has its vision. It's very it's very interesting. Like we're seeing rapid prototyping. Of how gover- governance works inside of companies and uh, inside of networks, it's really it's a fascinating world.
3: For example, so for example, Adam, and and I may be off here, but so Rich Dad, Kim asked, what about our Kim Coin or a Rich Dad Coin? So let's say Rich Dad put a coin together that wanted to um, create a network of closing escrow or real estate transactions. You could actually do that, correct? So, yeah, so my, my first
0: question, if I were assessing it, would be, uh, why couldn't I just do that with Bitcoin? Uh, right. And, but technically, you can do it. And really, the reason that I say what money is, is trust, is that if more people trust your r- rich dad coin, uh, uh-huh. the more people will use it. We were, we, right. like, a long time ago, we used to be on a shell system in, in, as humans. And then we evolved to, like, a ledger uh, on, that was written on stone. Uh, and then it was, you know, cows for chickens and chickens for goats. Um, and then eventually, we came like, the Medici family came up with credit, centralized banking. The, the, like, the evolution of banking has changed a lot over the span of time. And now we've evolved into till now and now
2: we've evolved into cryptocurrency so hold that thought we're gonna just take a quick break again we're talking to Adam Draper founder and managing director of boost VC entrepreneur fourth generation venture capitalist, and his specialty is cryptocurrency his website boost vc and we're talking with Shane Caniglia, the president of the rich dad company head of our IT empire. And, you know, when we come back, there's so much information on cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, blockchain. When we come back, we're going to talk more about how do you know a good one from a bad one, what to look for when you're exploring this whole world, and what happens if Amazon started their own Bitcoin.
1: You're listening to The Rich Dad Radio Show with Robert Kiyosaki.
5: Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad Advisors have a great gift for you. Visit RichDadAdvisors.com and receive five free reports on business and investing success. Five free reports that can help you right now. And while there, check out the Author's Choice audio series. Audio is a great way to learn. And for as little as 99 cents, you can download key chapters from all the Rich Dad Advisor books. You can listen to The Myths and Magic of Real Estate Investing, Seven Steps to Limited Liability, The Four Pillars of Investing, Team Code of honor or the psychology of debt among other great audios for pennies you can power up your skills for getting out of the rat race so please visit richdadadvisors.com for your five free reports and your powerful and affordable audio chapters that's richdadadvisors.com for great information that can help you right now
1: this is the rich dad radio show the good news and bad news about money. Here's Robert Kiyosaki.
2: Hello and welcome back to the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and the bad news about money. I'm Kim Kiyosaki and I'm hosting today's show as Robert is off traveling in another country. Uh, remember that you can listen to the Rich Dad Radio Show anytime, anywhere on iTunes or Android mm-hmm. and you can hear podcasts. Go back to richdadradio.com, listen to this show and other shows again and again, because repetition is how we best learn. So we're talking about a very important and timely subject today called Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, blockchain. We get this question all the time. We have a specialist here to explain it to us, and he's doing a fantastic job, Adam Draper. Founder and Managing Director of Boost VC, and he specializes in cryptocurrencies. His website is boost.vc. And our other guest is Shane Caniglia, president of the Rich Dad Company. So Adam, if I can just ask, you made a very good distinction between there's companies versus network. So when I'm investing in like, so um, you talked about Ethereum. That is a network, not a company. Correct. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin is a network, yeah, not a so, company.
0: Correct. So companies are uh, w- the way that a company is valued. Yes. Is based off of the uh, future profits of that company. That's how people value companies today. Uh, they do disc- discounted cash flows based off of like potential future profits. That's like the way in which you value, you know, Apple, Google, Facebook. Um, th- Measuring a network there there's no profit uh there is no uh there there's no revenue it's not that isn't what you're buying into you're buying into the utility of the network. The more people that are hooked up to the network, the more valuable that network has will become
2: that makes um, that makes sense and and so and, how do, and
0: so i I actually think that the economics problem of our next ten years is how do you value a network yes um and and, like, there are a lot of really great uh, people thinking through how to do that right now.
2: You, you say, you know, don't be willing to invest money or not willing to lose because some of these cryptocurrencies can go to zero. Um, early December, um, it came out that uh, that, crypt, that Bitcoin had a ha- had hacking of $64 million in Bitcoin was lost. Um, so there, mm-hmm. it seems to be a bit of the wild west. So, it is an experiment, not a lot different than the Federal Reserve completely. An experiment. So on the, <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, so, one
0: thing I want to distinguish is that Bitcoin it, itself has never been hacked. Um, so what gets the, hacked? The the exchanges that are building on top of Bitcoin. Uh, so the centralized exchanges can get
2: hacked. So how do you so know what, what exchange the, you're on?
0: However, you bought your Bitcoin is mm-hmm. whatever exchange you're on. So, Coinbase, I trust Coinbase, and I. But they are a centralized company uh, that is driven by profits, and the uh, and and they can get hacked. But Bitcoin itself has never been hacked.
2: Okay, so, so the company that you buy from is the one that can get hacked, not the actual Bitcoin. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. Yeah,
0: but to to date, Coinbase has never been hacked, uh, or they, they they have not lost customer funds, and the but a lot of these other exchanges out there uh, haven't focused so much on security, and security is very very important um, when you're building out a when you're holding people's money.
2: So, what do you look for when you're what company to buy and sell from? Because Coinbase was recommended to us. How do how would you know if there's another company? How would you check it out?
0: So, there are a lot of different exchanges out there. Um, So, Coinbase, when you log in, it's very similar to a bank account, but you can buy different currencies uh, or different, I'd say, crypto assets is what I call them. Um, And Coinbase has really taken it upon themselves to be a great filter for different crypto assets. And I think that it's actually done a really great value to the entire ecosystem um, because they're limiting the supply of what they list on their platform. Um there are other exchanges out there where you can buy anything, uh Kraken or BitTrex or yes, there are a bunch of other gonna... exchanges that are linking these supply and demand.
3: How is BitTrex uh Adam cuz that that's one that comes up a lot. Is that an exchange? Yeah, so BitTrex is an yep. exchange. So most of these exchanges, you need
0: uh cryptocurrency already to buy into the exchange. So uh, if I were to be able to buy and sell on Bittrex, I would have to already have bought Bitcoin or Ethereum. And the easiest way to buy buy, uh, Ethereum or Bitcoin is through Coinbase. And so I would probably have to buy Ethereum from Coinbase, send it over to Bittrex, and then I can exchange the Ethereum or Bitcoin for these other currencies.
2: So you, so, so I could sell. I can sell my Ethereum or my Bitcoin, and it's easy to get cash for it.
0: Uh, on Coinbase, it is easy to get cash. Yes.
2: Okay, but other exchanges um, may be on, questionable.
0: The other exchanges are not denominated in U.S. dollars. They're denominated in cryptocurrencies. So that you, on other exchanges, you cannot cash out in dollars. Oh. oh so you okay. Actually, but you can, you can always freely send Bitcoin back to Coinbase and then sell. So there is a system; it's not easy.
2: Okay, but that's a good—that's a good it's, point, though, because a lot of people, you know, I have heard stories where people want to sell their cryptocurrencies and they're not being able to do that. So, but you can send it back Coinbase to Coinbase, and that's pretty, a good. It's
0: super easy. Okay, great. Co- Coinbase, when you're in Bitcoin, and if you're just starting out, I do not recommend you experiment with anything other than Bitcoin, Ethereum, or Litecoin. Like, I it. highly recommend just tr- Like what you said at the beginning of the show, like you bought a little bit to learn. Yes. Like that's what I recommend people do, like buy a little bit to learn, because I always want people to understand what they're buying.
2: So one other question, Adam, because we talk about the banks and our our concern is, you know, the banking system could collapse. There could be a run on the the banks. If there was a scandal or something came up around Bitcoin and all of a sudden there was a run on Bitcoin and everybody wanted to cash in their Bitcoin, what does that look like?
0: You're saying, what happens if everyone wants Bitcoin?
2: What, what if or they want to what sell if it? Happens if... They all want to sell it.
0: Someone asked me, they said, okay, what happens if the craft hits the fan and uh, every, the banks are failing? Um, what happens to Bitcoin? That's the question that I, get, I got okay. asked. And okay. what, I, what I said was, well, you're going to be running to your local bank to try to cash out and get as much money as you can. I'm gonna hold on to my Bitcoin. <laughs> so I, I literally look at at Bitcoin as my hedge to the, you know, and, and collapse of the system. Um, because I'm not trying to attain U.S. dollars for my my Bitcoin. I genuinely think that it is a currency that sort of is outside of the jurisdiction of every everything else. And that that's a very exciting concept. Where okay. The banks collapse. I'm okay with not having U.S. dollars. I would much rather. I would much rather if the bank collapse, I would much rather have Bitcoin.
2: But what if what if Bitcoin? So, let's say Bitcoin took a deep decrease and the value dropped enormously, and uh, everybody wanted out of Bitcoin. So, yeah, what what would happen? Well, Could they I, cash I, out?
0: I mean, it's a similar. It's liquidity, so it's based off supply and demand. Um, so if everyone's trying to cash out, similar system to any public market uh, it, things go down. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've already experienced like crazy swings. So like in the last 10 years, or I've been around for six years in the ecosystem. Um, like I've, I've experienced huge rises and crashes and it's, it's a, it's a part of network adoption is just like seeing that value get overinflated and deflated and overinflated and deflated. I, I still think the fundamental use case of Bitcoin is really just you being in control of your own money, and if I, if you think about it that way, you you think less about the price swing.
2: Once again, uh, we're talking with, we're talking about Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies, blockchain. Our guest is Adam Draper, founder and managing director of Boost VC, and our other guest is Shane Caniglia. He's the president of the Rich Dad Company. Shane, I want to ask you. Had a good question about Amazon accepting bitcoin because right now they do not is that right
3: yeah the question that we get a lot actually from our community is is do we think somebody such as amazon uh probably being the best example would ever accept bitcoin as a payment or um, another idea that came up uh, from the team on the show here would be would they be interested in creating their own uh, crypto coin
0: so my uh, thoughts on it are first at some point, Amazon might accept Bitcoin. I, I don't know. Overstock.com does. Uh, there, there, there are a bunch of websites out there that accept it. I don't know if that, is, that isn't like I, – I don't think Bitcoin is a perfect currency. I don't think it, it, it's sort of expensive to send things. It is volatile. Like there are certain things that you want with a currency that this is not as great at. And so I I think that, you know, that volatility, that there are a lot of websites that accept it. And if they held on to their Bitcoin at this point, they would be doing very, very well. But on the question of what if Amazon, which I think is a very interesting question, what if Amazon issued their own currency? So Amazon actually already has something called Amazon Credits. It's based around their AWS web services. Um, So they technically have something that has value. People trade these credits. And they actually do have sort of a back-end currency to these credits um, because they have value. You're able to trade them output for uh, web servers, which is fascinating. But this entire situation would be uh, antithesis or against uh, the entire concept of decentralizing a currency. So if they issued their own Bitcoin, it would be issued from Amazon, which means that it would not be, it, it, it wouldn't be decentralized. It wouldn't be controlled by everyone, or it would be controlled by Amazon. That's the question that we're debating right now. We're debating, is decentralized money better than centralized money?
2: So if I buy Bitcoin and I make a profit and I sell it, am I gonna be taxed on that profit?
0: But first off, yes, it's a it's a capital gain. Um, what I will say is it gets very complicated if, with your Bitcoin, you buy other crypto assets. So, like, if I list on Bittrex and I put my uh, Bitcoin in there and then I buy, let's say, Monero, which is a very popular privacy coin, um, like, that is technically a taxable event also. Uh, so, if I, if I buy in and then I, with my Bitcoin, I buy a, a different crypto um, – that's a taxable event. And then when I cash out back into Bitcoin, that's a taxable event. So it becomes very complicated. I actually think that there's there's every accountant is debating this stuff right now. There are no rules. I'm trying to do, you know, I want to pay my taxes basically in the correct way. And right now this uh, this is a big debate that goes on.
2: And so if Amazon decided to have their own currency... I mean, could it come to the point where Amazon says, we have our own our own cryptocurrency, and just like a government, you must buy everything at Amazon on Amazon coin? Can that happen?
0: Yeah. I mean, Amazon, you know, Bezos can do do whatever he wants. Um, <laughs> and he's, he's got the infrastructure. It, it, like, Bitcoin's an open-source project. Like, he's got the infrastructure if he wants to attempt it. The problem is aligning incentives and making sure that uh, – it it would be very difficult. It would it would just be difficult, and I'm not saying that he couldn't accomplish the goal. Um, I just I just don't think that I don't think that that's the movement that's happening. I don't think it's going to be some blend of open and closed uh, money. I think it'll just be there is money, and then there is also Amazon.
2: Okay. Once again, we're talking with Adam Draper. He's the founder and managing director of Boost VC. His specialty is cryptocurrency. And Shane Caniglia, president of the Rich Dad Company, head of RIT division. We're talking about Bitcoin. We're talking about cryptocurrencies. Um, some of this sounds like, and when we come back, what we want to address is some of this to me sounds like um, the same way they talk about gold. So I want to look at cryptocurrency versus gold. I want to know who gets threatened, if Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies grow. And I also it's going to be a, f- a full pack segment because I'd also like to know I've been told many, many times that the next big investment is going to be in blockchain. So I'd like to address that as well.
1: You're listening to the Rich Dad Radio Show with Robert Kiyosaki.
4: Do you own an LLC or LP? Are you aware of the new rules? The IRS has mandated new audit rules that require every LLC operating agreement and LP limited partnership agreement be amended. This dramatic requirement has never before been experienced, and changes must be made by December 31st. Corporate Direct, owned by Rich Dad advisor Garrett Sutton, can guide you through these new rules. Call 800-600-1760. That's 800-600-1760 or visit CorporateDirect.com. Contact Corporate Direct
5: today to stay in IRS compliance. Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad Advisors have a great gift for you. Visit richdadadvisors.com and receive five free reports on business and investing success. Five free reports that can help you right now. And while there, check out the Author's Choice audio series. Audio is a great way to learn. And for as little as 99 cents, you can download key chapters from all the Rich Dad Advisor books. You can listen to the myths and magic of Real Estate Investing, Seven Steps to Limited Liability, The Four Pillars of Investing, Team Code of Honor, or The Psychology of Debt, among other great audios. For pennies, you can power up your skills for getting out of the rat race. So please visit richdadadvisors.com for your five free reports and your powerful and affordable audio chapters. That's richdadadvisors.com for great information that can help you right now.
1: Log on to richdadradio.com while you listen. Now back to Robert Kiyosaki.
2: Hello and welcome back to the Rich Dad Radio Show. I'm Kim Kiyosaki hosting the show today as Robert is traveling in another country, as he often does. Uh, we're talking about a very important investment and uh, money subject here called Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies, blockchain. Our two special guests are Adam Draper, founder and managing director of Boost VC fourth-generation venture capitalist. His specialty is cryptocurrency. His website is boost.vc. And if you want to listen to his information, education, and I guess enter, very entertaining from what I understand, Twitter, go to at Adam Draper. Our other guest is Shane Caniglia, president of the Rich Dad Company, and heads up our IT digital world as Rich Dad. So uh, we have a lot to cover. Um, Adam, if I can say this, a lot of some of the questions come up. Sounds like, you know, can you pay taxes with gold? Can you accept gold for payment in other areas? Sounds very similar. Is there a similar similarity between cryptocurrency and gold?
0: Best way to think of cryptocurrency is digital gold. Like if you don't want to lug, you know, pounds of gold across borders, like that's what this is. It's fluid, liquid gold that can move all over the world, instantly, um, and settle transactions in 10 minutes.
2: And in your prediction, I'm asking for a prediction, do you think cryptocurrency will go the route of being accepted more and more? Do you think companies, more companies will be accepting it? Do you think governments will be accepting it?
0: So the first question that Bitcoin was answering was, what is money? Yes. So the next question that's going to be asked is, what is government? Because right now, what it, what we're realizing is, hey, money doesn't need to be issued by a centralized service. It doesn't need to be issued by the U.S. It doesn't need to be issued by other countries. And then, if, if your country if government is not the one owning or distributing the currency, then what do they do? And so that's the question that's going to end up happening over the next 10 years. Um, so My answer is I think cryptocurrency succeeds when no one is talking about cryptocurrency and it's just, it's just how we exchange value. Um, More people will be accepting it on a more monetary basis. Uh, That is a hundred percent true, but it, it, it is speculative right now. And, but it's also driving huge amounts of value to people in different areas. I've, I've heard about, People who genuinely use it as a store of value in Venezuela and Argentina and these other um, like countries.
2: But don't so you think if, if if money was no was decentralized, wouldn't that threaten governments and their currencies? Wouldn't that weaken their currencies? I mean, I, I it seems like a very um, no,
0: big, so huge hurdle big to get corner, over. But, <laughs> but, well, but it's it's how do you? How do you stop something that's like the Internet? Like, how could you stop that? And, like, wh- where does that happen? Um, and that's basically what you would be – like, the governments are dealing with right now is that most of this stuff is decentralized. Like, even if one government tries to shut it down, honestly, I don't know if they could. It's, it, even though, yes, they can shut down the Internet, they can shut down the ability – for a bank to exchange into Bitcoin but there's still transactions that happen offline like I I can go to you and peer-to-peer just send you some Bitcoin right um, and and that there's no bank between that that's fascinating that's a, that's a store of value that's completely not government transaction so the governments are about to feel very threatened yes that's exactly what's about to happen and what that means is they're going to have to compete for citizens that's the most exciting output of this entire ecosystem is suddenly rules are going to get better rather than worse for every country because we're fluid like we can move people can travel like it's really easy and like suddenly you're going to want to live in the the place that has the best rules for you to live um and that, that's fascinating.
2: Shane, you had a question? This is fascinating. Well, that, does that tie into,
3: you know, you're starting to see governments trying to aggressively pursue Bitcoin, for example, or not being a real company. I can't remember how, where I read this at. I'm going to have to research it real quick. But that the government's trying to get the identity of those people from, like, probably a Coinbase, I would assume, one of the exchanges on who's buying it, who's selling it and so on and so forth. So mm-hmm. that's the way of government.
0: Well, the IRS did that.
2: It, correct?
3: Yeah, the
0: IRS did that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the IRS is coming after people d- and by the way, like they 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 do have a right to like if people are trying to avoid paying taxes, I don't think they should be. No one should be avoiding like you live in the US country, you have, you should pay your taxes. That's basically the rule. Um like don't avoid paying taxes and they they don't have a coinbase for all intents and purposes has the right to fight what they're trying to do which is an invasion of privacy is an invasion like i but the reason the irs is coming after coinbase for all the data is because there are there were only like it was something like some 500 people who reported taxable gains on bitcoin last year which is I think probably a, a lie as far as where the gains were, uh, on number of people. So it's one of those things where it's like, I am aggressively against, for government innovating. I'm aggressively against like breaking laws. So it's one of these weird balances that but, I tread.
2: And you also um, say, you also say, Adam, that it would be good for regulation, more regulation, because it builds more, more trust and oh, more every confidence. Time there's.
0: Every time there's new regulation that's actually set down, the prices go up because it means that these governments are trusting, this like, this thing. It's
2: like the like current cryptocurrency saying, becomes more stable.
0: Yeah, because they're saying, hey, this is a thing, and we're going to govern it. Like, that's the best marketing that any of these things can get.
2: That's interesting approach.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, you would
3: you would think the opposite.
0: Yeah,
2: you would, because <clears throat> people want to get cryptocurrency oh, it, because they don't want the government regulation, and they don't want to be— yeah hounded by government taxes and all of this let me let me ask you this because this is yeah. a question that um, I've I've experienced lately but you oh, get to choose your
0: taxes I can move my money this is fascinating I can lo- move all of my money all around the world now yes like uh, how crazy it, it, I don't think people really understand how crazy that is like if I wanted to move I wouldn't have to deal with any banking system if I wanted to move to India China I could literally just move my money and it would be super easy it would not be like transaction fees or movement of money or like being. when you say money
2: are you talking about cryptocurrency money or money
0: yeah well my value I guess I should say like my my, I'm saying because I have cryptocurrency it would be very easy for me to move outside the country
2: understood understood
0: or anywhere like I can just I I could move back into the country I could move like I have this value that just sort of travels.
2: got it so so let me ask you about this because I've been in my research of blockchain companies there's various blockchain companies and I'm being told blockchain is the new internet blockchain is gonna have technology not certainly not just for cryptocurrencies but for all facets including government banking medical insurance everything is how as an investor if I was looking into investing in a blockchain company or network what what are you what would you recommend
0: so when people say blockchain the blockchain is good for one thing that's it it's good for replacing third-party trust with mathematical proof all that means is what my analogy to the banking system like people trust the bank but what if you didn't have to like what if you could store your own money safely securely um, where you can decentralize the actual storage of money. And that, that is the best analogy for, like, one of the uses of blockchain. There are other uses of blockchain, like uh, decentralizing data so that or identity, or um, there are a bunch of other ways in which this valuable – what the blockchain is is an immutable ledger. You cannot change it. So it is this statement of truth saying that this happened something happened and so you can log all your data into it into the most secure database that's ever existed but your data would be everywhere but unlocking it would be difficult unless you had both the keys um and so healthcare is a good opportunity there are a lot of great blockchain related opportunities out there we're still dealing with the first one which is bitcoin so i i think Everything has a long way to go, but yeah blockchain is blockchain is the movement it's not bitcoin it's like the blockchain is the movement it's just bitcoin was is the incentive layer for the blockchain to work
2: got it thank you very much um, we've we've <laughs> There's so much to go over here, and we've just scratched the surface, but uh, we are at the end of the show. I so want to thank our guest, Adam Draper, founder and managing director of Boost VC. If you want to know more about Adam and what he does, go to boost.vc and you can follow him on Twitter, which I understand is an entertaining Twitter at Adam Draper at Adam Draper. Our other guest, Shane Coniglia, president of the Rich Dad Company, and head of our .IT. Thank you, Shane, thank you, Adam. Um, And I say to the listeners, you've just gotten a taste of Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, blockchain. Now it's up to you to continue on your education so that you can make sophisticated, educated decisions on what you want to do in this field of cryptocurrency. So thank you both very, very much. It was a fantastic show. Learned a lot and also brings up lots of questions. So I'm excited to pursue this further. Thanks, Kim. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thanks for having me.
2: Thank you all. And thank you all for listening.